never rest. What's up, everybody? This is the Georgia Show Sunday night edition. I'm Jake Rowe. He's Palmer Thomas. He is Jake Roos. And we've got a lot to cover. We Y'all, we had such an amazing week last week at Dogs HQ just in terms of new folks coming, visiting the site, traffic, new signups. Uh, we appreciate every single person who did that. Um, and it's not going to slow down. Um, the transfer portal is still <laughs> – just wide open and it's hard to, to believe this to is day chagrin. seven this is, this uh, this, is uh, i feel i feel like the transfer portal has been open since uh, august of last year yeah just uh, for, for for like a week it's been a week and it feels like it's been here for months and months and months um and there's plenty to talk about and and listen i i, I want as a reminder not to you guys watching as much as to our guys here um Got a lot of stuff behind the paywall over at Dogs HQ. We're we're cool with some of that trickling out, but not all of it. And um, Georgia, you know, as far as I know, you know, from the transfer ranks, what are we think? Uh, three transfer portal visitors this weekend between uh, London Humphreys, yeah. Xavier McLeod, and uh, Michael, Michael Jackson the third. <laughs> Billy Jean. <laughs> No, I don't think anybody named Billy Jean was visiting this weekend, no, but no. Uh, um, yeah. So I mean, it's listen. I'll say this. Um, you know, in no way is this even close to over. In no way is this even close to settled. And there, there are guys that Georgia knows it's interested in that are going to interest enter the portal in the coming weeks. There are guys that Georgia has no idea about. One thing that somebody told me earlier today, I was talking with Rusty about it. I shared it with Rusty. I was, man, I didn't think about it like that. Some of these guys are finishing up with classes and like they've got to stick around for right now. But when they finish classes and they can just say, I'm out, they're, they're going to enter the portal. And well, because they know that they don't have to have a face to face conversation with anybody anymore. That goes for Georgia and other schools. That's that's what I was about to say is Georgia is kind of beholden to the same thing, right? I mean, it's like there, there are names of their names with Georgia that are associated. This doesn't just work one way, man. Um, so yeah, you know, the the dogs are gonna be susceptible to this just like everybody else. And there are going, I mean, you know, there's been buzz around some surprise names that we've had over at Dogs HQ. There's been some names that have popped up. That I mean, listen, a week ago, were we talking about Michael Jackson the third? That that wouldn't kind of sprung up, man. Now it makes sense in context, right? Because uh, you got David Hill in Athens. He's on the Georgia staff. He was the coach at Desert Pines when he was there. Um, you know, the Darnell Washington connection. This is a guy who knows him well. So it makes sense. If he's looking around, he's going to visit an old friend who's now on the Georgia staff. We'll see how that one goes. But it, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of craziness uh, still to go. Marvin Jones Jr., huh? Uh, okay, Sammy. Appreciate the, the, uh, <laughs> the suggestion over there. Yeah, look, I mean, listen, you can't cross. Is there one guy that you would say definitively? And I'm asking both of you this question that you would say definitively 1000% will be, if you had to bet your house, your firstborn child that will be on Georgia's roster next year. I don't think you can do that for a single player in the country. Drew Bobo. 
Drew Bobo, maybe. Okay. Mal- All right. Good Malachi right. Stark. Good pull. <laughs> but I mean, Jackson Muschamp probably also uh, for similar reasons. <laughs> but, I think but, he graduated. So. It's a wide. This is a widespread issue throughout all of college football. Oscar Delp. I, I think my pick would be Oscar Delp. Okay. This would be my. I mean, there's just pick, there's but... there's there's no chance. You're just you trust. Yeah, I mean, a guy named Oscar. That's a trustworthy guy. <laughs> uh, you, feel good, you feel good about a guy named Oscar. I don't know why this just made me think of this. And, and since Rusty's not on here, the cats are gonna the the, the while the cats away, the mice will play a little bit because Rusty yeah. likes to keep it on the rails. But uh, it makes me think of that little video going around about the little British boy and the for the Christmas. Yeah, and he's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on the good list actually. <laughs> I don't know why the name Oscar makes me think of that. I punch his beard off. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's such a good video, dude. But uh, I mean, I mean, you're right. You're 100 percent right. It's it's really hard to nail down just who. You, I mean, listen. Let's be honest. There's been Marvin Jones rumors out there. I I don't know that that's gonna happen. I, would that, you, but that would, and it shouldn't be surprising, right? I mean, in no. this era, in this era, given the ties that his family has to Florida State, that makes all the sense of the world to me. I mean, all right, Palmer, one take. All right, the, pretend we're filming it live. You got one take. Well, we are so. <laughs> in a very real sense. That's happening. Yeah, but we've got it. We, we're gonna have to. That, that's a reminder, Jake. This is live. It's like we're it's like we're filming it. Yeah, but this is the minor leagues. Okay, let's let's imagine we're gonna put this bad boy on on Good Morning America in the morning. Okay, break it down for us. How much attrition has to happen? Because that's another thing we've got to think about here. Y'all, Georgia's got one player on the entire roster that has to go. His name's Tramel Wildhour. He's been here since, you know, since, you know, Jesus was a child. Basically. He was here my freshman year. Of, uh, yeah, he was. I mean, <laughs> I, I remember he was my favorite. He was one of the reasons I decided to come to Georgia back he in He served me pizza at Snelly. So, yeah. it was great. <laughs> um, but, so that's the only guy that's got to go. Everybody else has eligibility left. Palmer explained to us with 27 commitments. Is it 27 or 28? 28. 28 commitments. 28 commitments and probably wanting to add at least six players in the transfer portal. It's 34. Um, we're going to talk about a guy that I'm sure they'd like to add down the stretch here later out of this recruiting class. So they may add 35. It's got to come from somewhere because right now 11 scholarship guys have entered the portal. Yeah, so – you know, if, if you're thinking about 85 from last year, 12 of those have entered the portal in the 11 this week, plus Smoke Bowie being off of that 85. And honestly, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there right now. I'm pretty sure Smoke Bowie's spot is still taken. I think I'm, it is too. I I'm think you're sure right. It's still taken for another football season. So yeah. I think we're just basically going to be unless, operating. Unless he ends up somewhere else, right? I know. I think even if he ends up somewhere else, he's still a counter for Georgia for this for at least this next football season. So I, I think Georgia's operating from a from an eighty four standpoint instead of eighty five. So you know, if if you think about it, you've got seventy four guys, seventy four seventy four spots accounted for on that uh, on that eighty five. Um, you know, and and then if you want to add in the twenty eight commits that brings you up to 102 and so to get from 102 back down to 85 you gotta lose 17 and then and which which comes from the nfl draft but 
you know, and, and, and other transfer portal decisions, but, you know, and, and so losing 17 is a lot easier than it is, than it sounds. Um, just with, you know, 20 something guys that have quote unquote NFL draft decisions, plus other guys that are going to portal out, um, you know, 17 is, is a lot, you know, it isn't all too difficult to get, but, and then, you know, for every one more portal guy you want to bring in or another addition to the class of 2024, you know, whether it's a high school kid or a Juco kid or whatever, you've got to lose another one as well. It's, it's a, it's like a crowded bar. It's a one in one out type deal. Um, so, you know, we're, we're looking at what, I mean, you know, I think of this from a content perspective, we're looking at 25 more roster movement type stories. Um, you know, it may 30, 31, you know, it, it's going to end up being an odd number, I believe. Um, just based on <clears throat> getting to the 85. Uh, yeah. We and, got and we, got, we got a question over but, here that I think we should address. Ben Barrett says, uh, can y'all elaborate on why smoke uh, will count for next year? I, I can't. I can't get into the weeds on it because I really don't know the ins and outs, of just all the details. But it's it's got to do with the fact that he's an SEC to SEC guy. Um, and again, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I, but I'm I believe that's the case. And and if it is, it is. It's whatever. Um, you know, it's one it's one scholarship guy, but. Um, yeah, I mean, what we're looking at here, though, is you're you're probably looking at you know Kamari Lasseter and Brock Bowers and um, Dejan Edwards and Kendall Dejan Edwards and Kendall Milton um, at the very least. Cedric you know, Van Pran, yeah, Cedric Van Pran for sure, Marius Mims for sure. Um, you know, those are the guys that we fully expect. I mean, I still think there's a good chance, there's a very real chance that Ladd and Bullard and and Smile Monday and all those guys go. But I do think those guys are still mulling it over, and there's also a very real chance that they come back. So, listen, in no what shape, form, or form is Georgia done in the portal in terms of guys leaving. Um, you know, I think if we really racked our brains here, there are some guys that kind of, you know, come out. And I don't want to sit here and mention them because I feel like that's kind of, that may come across as disrespectful to their people, and I definitely don't want to do that. Um, but you know, off the, there's some offensive linemen that come to mind. There's some uh, there's some more guys in the in the you know linebacker rooms that come to mind. There's some more guys in the receiver room that come to mind. Sure. Um, so you know, I'd be surprised if Georgia doesn't have four or five more guys enter the transfer portal. That digs into that 17 number you're talking about. Plus, you, it's not just 17; it's the six or seven guys that they add via the portal as well. Right. It's, yeah, that, that, that that's after the 17 is where it right. becomes that one in one out type deal. And so George you know, is going to if, if we're talking about you know the potential of a you know Travis Etienne, you know, or, or tra- Trevor Etienne, um, I'd love to add Travis. I'd <laughs> love to add Travis, Trevor Etienne. I I know that regardless have him, of whether, and have whether him contribute to the Georgia, whether they end up, whether he ends up in Georgia or whether Georgia ends up playing him or whatnot, I'm gonna mess that up every time. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Etienne. If, you know, if we're talking about then him, you know, as a potential guy for Georgia, which Georgia's been floated around with him, you know, then you're you know, maybe talking about a, a one in one out type deal in that running back room. And so, you know, some of those guys that, you know, wouldn't necessarily be on our list of, you know, okay, those guys would make sense. Maybe they, they, you know, when Georgia takes somebody for that position, 
then they say, oh, well, it makes sense for me to leave. They become a, it makes sense for them to leave type sure. deal. Sure. Yeah, it probably paints a clear picture for him. Etienne would certainly do that maybe in a running back room. Guy like London Humphreys, perhaps in the wide receiver room. Um, you know, and I, I think that's, you know, part of this, right? You you got to see where do you stack up and where, where does Georgia feel like they need to add? Because if they feel like they need to add at your position, that's probably not a good feeling for yeah. you moving forward. Um, but Humphreys was one of those guys that visited this weekend and, and wrote uh, without giving too much away. I know that you had mentioned some stuff. I, I think um, really what I think people need to know about this kid is what the view of this guy is, because yeah. when people hear Vanderbilt wide receiver, that's not exactly uh, electrifying many Jimmy's. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason Georgia went after this kid so quickly out of the portal. And I have, I've, I've kind of checked with everybody I could possibly check with, like everybody I can think of that is going to have a, that's going to have an educated opinion on this guy. And all of them have done their homework. All of them think he is a big time athlete and a guy that, that absolutely belongs um, in the sec. And, uh, you know, you look at his numbers, his numbers are right on par with what Roma Dunze did it, it, Washington and what A.D. Mitchell did at Georgia and what Jermaine Burton did at Georgia all as freshmen. So, you know, I, I definitely think that that he's a very good player. I mean, he's probably in the a legit six foot two from what I'm told, um, which puts him as one of Georgia's bigger wideouts. Um, he's he's a 10, 6, 10, 5, 10, 600 meter guy that can really run. Rusty and I talked about the fact that, you know, Malachi Starks may have caught him in Murfreesboro, you know, if, if like, if, if the stadium was, wasn't, if there wasn't construction between then and there. So it was, uh, they were going to need to find some way to get him to cut back to, to, to catch him in that game. Um, but he's a really good player. And, and I think he's very high on Georgia's board. You don't, Georgia's, Georgia has been very patient in the portal in the past. A lot of P's there. Um, but I, I do think that that the fact that they've gone after this kid so quickly means something. The same for for Xavier McLeod, um, who was a big time target for them um, in last year's class. Before we move on to talk about Georgia guys going to the NFL draft, um, what better time than for a herky jerky transition into one of our partners? And that is uh, that is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a skill based fantasy game. Um, and and listen, it's daily fantasy. It's it, this you place in entries. You got player projections. This is this is not any sort of uh, sort of thing that you look at and you're like, you know, I'm gonna guess. I'm just gonna try to no man. This is this is skill based. This is looking at the stats, looking at the trends, looking at the numbers. You can give yourself a really good chance to do well on this. Palmer and I have done really well on this, and Rusty as well of uh, making our Wednesday night picks. I think we've won. Put in, made a couple hundred bucks with our picks, and we are very happy with uh, with those picks. Uh, but right now, I mean, like, listen, there's some on Monday Night Football. Uh, sorry, Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football. Two Monday um, Night Football games this week. Yes, that's right. There are two Monday Night Football games. I whatever, whoever's playing against the Titans, we're going to say over. Uh, yeah, it's probably a good bet. <laughs> yeah, whoever's playing the Titans, we're just gonna say but over. There, for those. There's your boy. There's your boy, Will Levis, Jake. You love him. So. Oh yeah, no, I saw whoever he's not playing against the Titans though. Um, if he was, I'd feel more confident. In some ways, uh, but like Tua, Tua's, Tua's playing the playing the Titans. I think Tua's probably gonna go over. But listen, the way this works is you take you 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 get opportunities. They they lay it out there for you. Josh Allen, Cooper Cup. 
Travis Kelsey, you name it. They put it out there over under. You pick the over or you pick the under. You put three in. You have a chance to to win a little cash there. And it's skill-based. It's awesome. It concludes the NBA, MLB, um, NFL, NHL, PGA, college football, men's basketball, women's basketball, soccer, esports, you name it. There are so many different ways out there to play. And for right now, you can do use the promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, and you can get prize match up to $100 uh, uh, with your first entry. It means you put in 50, they will they will match your entry up to 50 bucks with the promo code DOGS. Listen, go check out prize picks. Have some fun on Sat on Sundays now that college football season is basically over and um, from what I understand, this will extend throughout the playoffs as well, so it'll be a lot of fun. All right, let's jump into these NFL draft things. And, guys, there's one thing that I think – since we've been on Carson Beck watch all week, right, I think folks have gotten on this thing that they're like, oh, man, everybody's about to make their decision. Not the case. All right. Carson Beck, Georgia needs to know from Carson Beck. Javon Bullard, Kamari Lasseter, uh, Lab McConkey. Um, those guys are probably going to take their time. And I, I think that's something that everybody kind of needs to understand is that, you know, I'll, you know, I'm going to use the very arrogant but apt thing with uh, that Greg Sankey used with Sesame Street the other day. One of these things is not like the other. And uh, Carson Beck's situation is one Georgia needs to know about. And I'm not ashamed, to, uh, not ashamed, but not afraid to say it. Uh, Roos, you had some information on this weekend. So did I. Everything we're hearing right now, guys, is the same thing we reported early last week. Believe Carson Beck is leading towards coming back. Yeah, that's my feeling, certainly, um, based on what I've heard. Um, what's interesting is I don't know what the holdup is. And, yeah. Uh, you know, what was – and and somebody said uh, – it was funny. Somebody on the board mentioned and just said, wouldn't it be great if, like, there was just nothing and he just did it? And, he like, he told the coaching staff and there was just no big thing. Obviously, in the world of marketing and NIL, that would draw way too many eyes for him to pass up the opportunity to do that. But it would be cool to see. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, as of right now, I feel good about it. Um, you know, does he wait maybe for a, gra- a draft grade to come back uh, and, and kind of see where that – I don't know, man. I don't know. It's – it doesn't seem like I said to me. Everything I've heard points to the positive for Georgia bringing back the quarterback, and that would be huge, man. But they need to know that, like you said, man. They need to know it quick. Um, that's going to. And they may slow. know. They may know. They may. They may. You're right. They may. And um, but that to me that would sway some of these transfer portal decisions possibly as well. I mean, if I'm a guy like a Lennon Humphreys, for example, and I know that I can come back with a guy who was one of the best passers in the nation, certainly one of the best in conference, that might, you know, push the needle for me a little bit as well. So, you know, that's a selling point in a lot of ways. Um, we have heard that he's been practicing right as well. Um, so that's to the positive also. Um, but, you know, it's not done until it's done, man. It's like I said, you know, give me somebody who's a thousand percent outside of uh, a coach's kid and, and we're yeah. off. Yeah. And, and, you know, Georgia will practice a few more times next week from what we understand. I think they've got two or three practices lined up for next week. Um, fully expect Carson to be engaged in all of those, which again, I believe Rusty put it this way the other day when he was talking about it is, uh, it's definitely not a bad thing. It's definitely not a bad thing. Um, Palmer, uh, Give us a good conspiracy theory here on uh, on these draft selections. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Give us something interesting. Mm. Good. Come up with something. You're, you're good at uh, coming up with these conspiracy theories. 
No, I don't. I don't know where you think that I'm good at coming up with conspiracy theories. Homer's a conspiracy theorist. I spent a lot of times in a car with him. He says crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I typically say that just to counter you, Jake. Um, <laughs> oh, no, trust I mean, me, buddy. I I totally understand. <laughs> we, I know contrarian no, Palmer real well. <laughs> on, on the topic of Carson, though, I mean, it makes sense why he would come back. Um, you know, you're you're looking at. A guy, and and I wrote this in in rest and react at some point, and um, you know, in the NFL draft decision piece that I did as well, you know, kind of exploring stay or go for the twenty guys, um, and, and my confidence levels on them. It, it makes sense why Carson would want to come back because you know, and, and it makes sense why he probably should come back. You know, in the biggest game of the year, he did not have his best game. Uh, that Alabama tape is the one that is going to be evaluated the most uh, if he does decide to go pro. And ultimately, guys that don't have but 14 starts under their belt don't do that well in the NFL. And no. and I know that there's a lot of, um, you know, you, you, you could look at guys that are very experienced that don't do well in the NFL either. But the guys that aren't very experienced at all, they typically more often than not, um, you know, probably don't hit at a higher rate than guys that are experienced. And so, you know, to me, I think if you're Carson, the NFL and the NFL draft, they're looking for knocks on you. And so, you know, if one of the, if the biggest knock on you is going to be your experience, come back and and control that. That's, that's something that you have control over come back and, and get that experience. And then look, you know, he's not going to be, you know, if he were to decide to declare this year and, and be in the 2024 draft, the top two spots in terms of quarterbacks are pretty solidified. I don't think that you can say even the top spot among quarterbacks is solidified for 2025. And so Carson would have a really good shot to put himself in that kind of a conversation as opposed to in a conversation of three through whatever in, in, a, in a grouping there where he's going to be the least experienced of those quarterbacks. I, I don't know. I don't know, Palmer. I mean, top spot for quarterbacks next year. I mean, I don't know if you've seen, but Colorado went out there and they solidified that offensive line with guys from from powerhouses known as UTEP and UConn, and they got a Jackson true State, freshman as Jackson well. Jackson State, I believe they got a Jackson guy. State offensive I mean, lineman. There's, there's, juggernauts. There's no, there's no way these guys won't gel immediately. Um, it's. I mean, it's going to be the greatest <laughs> offensive line maybe ever put together. It's gonna listen. I will say it's so much be better like, than that one they put together last year in the play. I was gonna say it's probably gonna be better than the one from last year. I maybe, maybe, I maybe. Um, but do let's you blow it out I, of proportion, no matter what. Though. I know. I I, I want to ask you both this. Do you think? Because uh, this has been kicked around a little bit on the message board. I try lads, not to think that Lad's decision will be impacted by what Beck does. If Beck says, "Hey, I'm back." Does that does that? I'm really glad. I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because I, t- I totally agree. I do believe that, yeah. but I honestly believe that I like. I think there is more reason for Carson Beck to go pro than I think there's Lab McConkey to go pro. Yeah, uh, I, I, I can see. That. I would agree. But here, here's 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 what I'll say, Roos, is I think Carson coming back gives you a shot for Lad to come back. If Carson does not come back, Lad does not come back. I would agree if with Carson. If Carson comes also. back you've got a shot for Lad to potentially make that decision to say, hey, I know the quarterback that I'm going to be playing with is is really talented. 
I know that, you know, this is a situation that, you know, knock on wood, if I could stay healthy, then I can improve my draft stock because I'm going to be working with a quarterback. If there's uncertainty at the quarterback position, he's not going to, you know, take a chance on coming back and, you know, maybe getting hurt again. Yeah. My thing with Ladd is this. Give me give me as many of them as I can possibly get on a football team. Okay? Like, I, I believe in the kid. I think he's tough as heck. I think he's extremely smart, and I think he's an extremely talented football player. But if you're a five foot nine, one hundred ninety pound, ninety pound football player, you just had the season that confirms every fear that an NFL scout or an NFL front office personnel has uh, has about you, and that's that you're not going to be able to stay healthy. Um, and that's just all there is to it. I mean, he missed four games at the beginning of the year. I mean, he's he's been de- really honestly. If you go back to the SEC championship game last year, he's dealt with three different injuries. He's the kind of guy at this point in his development that he's probably there are some teams that if they find anything degenerative, cartilage missing, arthritis, bone on bone anywhere, they're probably going to take him off of his. Well, board. I mean, I mean, think about the way that Nicobe Dean dropped, and that's a yeah, guy yeah. that didn't miss a game in college. Yeah, right. And he's an outstanding. I mean, he was the best linebacker in the country. We're not talking about Lad McConkey as the Blitnikoff winner. And, and Lad could have, to me, he could have weathered the storm of missing those first four games. I, yeah. I think that if he had come, yeah. if he had, if he had come back and and played the rest of the year at hundred percent, and it was all it all looked good, I don't think he. I don't think we're even having this discussion at this point. But, now, and and, and th- should a sprained ankle be the kind of thing that holds you back? Probably not, because that's such a common injury. It's a laundry list. It starts becoming a laundry yeah. list, right? I mean, at some point, I mean, an, an ankle, an not, ankle not just gets easy. you in the back. It's an ankle. It's you know, it's it's tough. And and I, I just think he's going to get seriously knocked. And listen, I think I think the world of him. I yeah. think Georgia would be extremely fortunate to get him back. I hope he does really well in the NFL, and I think if he ever gets a real shot, he will. That's the real thing with Carson, with Ladd, with any of these guys, is the thing that people have to think about. And I love how you know everybody likes to throw out there, well, you know, you go in the fourth or fifth round. You know, anybody who takes a strong stance on it, right? Like, man, wait around and get first-round money. Well, come on, dude. That's just way oversimplifying this thing. Well, you know, uh, you know, go in the fifth or sixth round and make $600,000. That's a lot of money. You're right. But the thing is, especially with the quarterback, especially with the quarterback, is you're not guaranteed a shot to ever really play football if you're the fourth or the fifth round pick, unless you just go knock somebody's socks off in practice. And so, but the guy that's always going to get a shot is that top 50 pick. And so you really and need to gonna, kind of get in the first couple than rounds. He's, gonna huh? get more than, he's probably going to get more than one. Yeah. He's going to get – the, He's gonna get like more that. than one with his current team, and then maybe yeah. get another one. Yes, you know yeah. it's gonna be. I mean, guys like that have a team. Well, look how many uh, how many different games has Baker Mayfield started a game? Uh, teams has Baker Mayfield started a game for at least three. At, yeah, four. at the very no, least. Four. I'm sorry, four, four. Okay, who are Rams. I know the Rams? Rams. He was drafted by the Browns. Browns, Rams, Panthers, and Panthers, Bucks and, and yeah. yeah, yeah. Number one overall pick. Now I'm not saying Carson Beck will ever be that, you know, because you know. Shador Sanders is going to have the Great Wall of Colorado and UTEP and UConn and Jackson State and Jordan Seton in front of him, the savior. 
But anyway, he's uh, listen. He's he's gonna have a good group in front of him. Uh, all right, one more partner we need to talk about tonight is uh, our friends over at GameTime.co. We've talked about GameTime.co many many times. You need to download that app. It is the best app to get tickets. If you're a Swifty, you can get Taylor Swift tickets. If you are like Jake Roos and a big Tate McRae fan, you can get Tate McRae tickets if you want them. Palmer's a big Tate McRae fan. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Roos is more into doing it. I think all three of us are, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say that I'm not. Uh, Palmer's a big Dua Lipa fan as well. Get get tickets to Dua Lipa. Who's not? Um, Who's not? (laughs) Tommy DeVito shot his shot with Dua Lipa. I saw that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, listen, go get your tickets. It doesn't matter what sport, what event, game time will more than likely have you covered. And uh, we can help you out with that. Use the promo code DOGS, D A W G S, and get $20 off your first order. There are plenty of spots there, right there for the uh, for the Orange Bowl. Go check it out. I was talking to some folks this weekend are going to be down there and going to that game. I like Hard Rock Stadium, I think it's a pretty cool little venue. Um, I'll even like their press box. It was also kind of rad. Uh, but go check it out. Uh, that's gametime.co. Download the GameTime app. Use promo code DOGS. Get $20 off your first order, and uh, and you'll be taken care of. Uh, we had a recruiting bit that I think we're going to save for Tuesday morning. So let's just go ahead and get into some dog stocks. Well, hey, Jake, because you mentioned Tuesday morning, why don't you just go ahead and give us the Yeah, let's do that. So um, I totally forgot about this, and thanks for reminding me, Palmer. Uh, we're making a little adjustment to the Georgia show. Uh, the Wednesday night show is out. It is out. It's 86. It's been fired. Uh, we kicked it out because we wanted to start doing a couple of shows to uh, take advantage of the morning uh, because we we did a couple of those last week and they worked really well. So um, we will be going live every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. It'll be the Georgia show. Same old, same old. So we'll just have a cup of coffee in our hands and uh, it will be awesome. So maybe, uh, maybe uh, that company that thought about sponsoring us but we thought about the fact that we can't drink their drinks uh that's this late in the afternoon can uh, maybe come back on now with us but uh we um we will be going live every tuesday and thursday morning and uh so we'll have more programming there will be more georgia show there just won't be a georgia show in the evenings on wednesday anymore just tuesday and thursday mornings bark after dark remains unchanged go ahead and make the announcement now um, we believe uh, the the great Matt Godwin will be joining us again tomorrow night to talk transfer portal recruiting. Come, and Matt, the please come make sense of all of this for us. Yeah, <laughs> we're flailing in the water. As our as our good friend Adam Quinn would say, Jack Roos, come speak wisdoms upon us. Oh he might God. be he might be able to better answer the smoke buoy question. We yeah, yeah he, he might. might. We might have an idea. Yeah, he might have an idea about that one for sure. Um, but all right, let's get into some dog stocks. Who's got it? Who's going to lead us off? Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to start it off tonight. I'm going to say uh, stock up on uh, wearing a polo shirt next to a uh, Civil War mirror and a picture of the Serengeti <laughs> at your mom's house, um, uh, as Palmer seems to be doing right now. Oh, <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> but uh, no, my that's stock a golf tonight, course. That's my, st- my stock. My the stock Serengeti. <laughs> My stock tonight is going to be uh, about Georgia and Xavier McLeod. Uh, I had a chance to speak with him, get over to Dogs HQ and check out that story that I did with Xavier McLeod. Got his feelings after the official visit. Um, He wasted no time. He got into the portal on Monday and uh, on Saturday he spent the the day uh, as we're in Athens. Um, Some really positive things that he had to say. 
I made this clear in some notes that I did earlier this week. There's some air to clear here. There was a little bit of, um, I don't think that this was an amicable split between he and uh, South Carolina. And I don't know on whose end that was the case. Maybe both. Uh, That's not for me to decide. So I think that some of that has to be parsed out throughout this discussion. Um, He makes mention of it even in the story. But um, I do think that this is a guy Georgia is going to do complete due diligence on because of the rarity of the frame, because of the ability uh, that they saw in high school. The The file is fresh on this guy. Georgia did all its homework very, very recently on Xavier McLeod. So to get him in that first weekend of these transfer portal visits, I think very key for Georgia. I think a great move for them and definitely a guy I'm going to have uh, my eyes on. So he wants to get a decision made here within the next couple of weeks. And I think that that will probably be the case right now. I feel good about Georgia's chances. We'll see where else he ends up, but uh, a lot to like there. If you're a Georgia fan, especially if you're looking for those guys who can kind of get in and make an impact on the defensive line, they felt like that when he was coming out of high school and now he's had a year he didn't play a ton uh, for South Carolina, preserved his red shirt, but he's been in college strength and nutrition at this point, and um, that changes a body a lot. So uh, very interested to see how that one goes moving forward. But I'll say stock up where Georgia stands with Xavier McLeod coming off of this OB. First, uh, first, uh, the next uh, amicable split between a, anybody and a fighting rooster will be the first I've ever heard of. So. Um, <laughs> all right, Palmer. I will go uh, stock up on change. Um, obviously, there's been the new proposal in the NCAA. It feels really meta right now. <laughs> there's been the new proposal in the NCAA for uh, an, an additional subdivision um, to where players, you know, and, and schools would be able to legislate things a little bit more, and and you know the the payment of it. My hope is that they would probably. Uh, you know, cut down this transfer portal window even more than they already have. Um, Because like we were talking about earlier, I mean, we are in day seven of it, but, you know, I don't know how they are going to maintain this thing as a 30 day window. And I don't know how we did a 45 day window last year. It just feels like, um, you know, it, it, and I understand there's, there's, you know, so much in terms of the teams that have bowl games left Personally, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing this move, and, and I understand why it's not going to move to January after the, those you know bowl games are done, those national championship and, and playoff uh, bowl games are done, um, because these kids want to be able to enroll in their new schools. But you know, ultimately, I, I do wouldn't mind some change to the transfer portal with the changes uh, that are proposed for the NCAA. So. Um, you know, it's, it's such a, it's such a beast that is, you know, dominating college sports right now, um, you know, and, and coverage of it. I mean, just the, I mean, I think we're probably all in the same boat of notifications on for so many people, uh, and so many different accounts and just, you know, every time your, you know, phone or watch or whatever buzzes every five minutes, you're looking to see. Did a Georgia player go in? Did you know? Did this you know former five star go in? Did this person? Did that person? Where are they going? Where are they visiting? Yada yada yada. It is so much to handle at this time of year, and and I think some change and some legislation, uh, and some rules and regulations around it uh, would be much appreciated by everybody. 
Yeah, unsustainable, unsustainable in my my view. What's happening between the the? There's so many guys that are going to be left out in the cold because of how long this window is. But also, to if you're, a, I I said this may be one of the things that unites the coaching world in, in the yep. NCAA. And they say this is undoable. This is not. This doesn't make sense. Well, it's going to drive coaching now. And the only way now to get your arms around it is to pay the players. Is yeah. to pay them directly with the football subdivision that that Palmer's talking about. Is creating a league with you know certain requirements to get in, whether it's thirty teams, whether it's fifty teams, and doing a pay for play upfront salary employee. Um, you're not leaving. Sorry, you're under contract. This is collectively bargained. And uh, to kind of get into that, and this is going to be a tough. That's going to be a tough rope. You know, tough. Not even very tight rope. It's going to be a tough, loose rope to walk uh, whenever you start talking about, you know, student athletes and things of that nature. But it's going to be the it's going to be the, you know, the the norm, I think. And that's the way you've got to get your hand around it, uh, arms around it um, at this point. Uh, speaking of, uh, I want to do some dog stocks on Shohei Otani. I hate the Dodgers, but my God, seven hundred million dollars over 10 years. Unbelievable. Shohei, big man. To borrow a thing from the John Boy and Billy Big show back in the day, big man, let me hold a dollar. How uh, big a man? How big a boy are you, buddy? Oh, I, I mean, really you can ask money. John Rom the same question right now. Yeah, I mean, just wallets. Uh, I mean, I just I, unbelievable. Uh, but I'm going to stock up on Lab McConkey, uh, the man, um, because we saw it last Christmas. Um, he made the little short trip over uh, to see the young man who had gotten a jersey. Lab McConkey jersey for Christmas, and uh, you know the the video went viral of the kid getting the jersey. Lad shot right over, um, you know, like these, you know, kind, gentle mountain men of Georgia do. Um, just good people they are. Uh, he shot himself over to uh, to the kid's house and and uh, you know met him in person, and that was awesome. Um, well, Lad also won the Danny Werfel uh, Trophy this weekend, which is uh, really based around community service and impact on the community. And, uh, you know, hats off to him. That's not an easy trophy to win. There are a lot of good dudes out there who do a lot of good things. Um, and Lad took home the hardware. And uh, good on him for doing that. And, uh, he's and he made be- plans. He made plans to see the kid again this year. Oh, did Christmas. he? Yeah. Oh, sick. That kid, dude. That kid. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? You've got a Christmas of a lifetime coming up. I'm just thinking about that Christmas I got Bill Walsh college football. This might be better than that. I thought I had the best Christmas ever. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just cool on him. Good for him for doing that. And uh, always a great representative. University of Georgia has done some good things. And uh, a guy that I think we've all kind of outlined probably should be in red and black next year. But, you know. We'll be rooting for him if he decides to uh, take it on to the NFL. That's all we've got tonight for this Georgia show. Uh, as Tony Schiavone says, I'm desperately out of time. And uh, we will be back with you guys again tomorrow night, Bark After Dark. Hopefully the great Matt Godwin comes and saves Jake Roos and I from ourselves. And uh, then we'll be back Tuesday and Thursday morning. But for this episode, y'all take care. <laughs>